0: hello and welcome to the bus podcast i am buck and this is luca hello and holly hey we're an agents of shield rewatch podcast where luca and holly guide me who's never seen the show before, through the series from start to finish, sharing our thoughts, criticisms, and love. Uh, so this week, the episode we're talking about is uh, episode three of season one, The Asset. Uh, when brilliant scientist Dr. Hall is kidnapped, the team must race against the clock in order to secure him. Yes, I did take I did take that from the Netflix description <laughs> word for word.
1: And that's valid.
0: <laughs> and that's valid. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, is there anything, overall, you guys have to say about this episode? Um, Just general comments.
2: Uh, I thought it was better than the last episode, but still very light in terms of, like, coming off of the high of the pilot.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I liked, I liked the last episode. I liked the last episode more, I think. Okay.
3: Hmm.
0: Mostly because... I don't know. There's a lot more stuff going in on in the previous one, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah I would
0: a, say
1: so.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, there's th- this one is very much focused on uh, a few individual characters rather than the last one, which was focused on the team.
0: Mm-hmm. And they didn't give May any screen time really in this one, which was yeah, unfortunate. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Was
1: yeah, but, I would uh, say. I would say that this one is definitely more of like a sky focused episode.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah.
1: Um which is good.
2: But yeah.
0: I I think Sky is the main character pretty much of the series. Like yeah. if there was a main character, so.
2: Yeah, I've definitely seen that case made before. Um and I would agree with it. Yeah, same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it's I think it's definitely shaping up like she is going to be one of the main characters for sure going forward. Her and like Coulson, like everyone on the team is like important, but I think her
2: and Coulson are definitely.
0: Yeah, I do think if they got rid of Coulson, it would also be kind of kind of weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: it is one of those things where like I remember if we did record it like over a year ago now, but in our first episode, we did talk about kind of like who we thought the main characters were and i remember i was talking about how i thought like sky was the main character how she's very much like the kind of the audience kind of like insertion for it but i remember buck you mentioned something about how you thought ward was kind of like fit that role of protagonist so it's interesting to kind of see that shift happen
0: the other thing is maybe it's maybe it varies from episode to episode, right? Maybe we'll have a May episode in the future and a FitzSimmons episode because they're practically one. They they are inseparable, I assume. So <laughs> yes, that is
1: a correct
2: assumption. That
1: is, yeah, yeah, correct assumption.
2: Yeah, I think that's
1: definitely uh, definitely something that the show explores as it mm-hmm. moves forward. Like yeah, this is an ensemble cast. At the end yeah, of the day. I was about to
2: say this is an ensemble show. So, um. Uh, we have uh, many more interesting character moments to look forward to across the whole team.
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um, I guess getting into the episode, we have the cold open, which is which was wild to me, because at first I was like, okay, well, the first scene is that a trucker is driving down the highway, apparently flanked by two escort cars. Uh, one of them gets flipped over by something invisible in front of the truck, and the truck like runs off-road a bit. And then the trucker gets on this, like, weird futuristic shield comms, and it's just, after singing, like, a country song before that, and and says, like, hey, we got something weird happening here, or whatever he says there. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know, that was was jarring to me, because I guess I didn't... (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's definitely one of my favorite, like, first season cold opens, just in terms of, like, my first note. (laughs) in my notes for this episode are just trucker secret agents are cool <laughs> just, like, this, <laughs> this guy who's just like who just looks like a trucker and then just like is a secret agent and like brings up like the cool shield holographic display on his like trucker dashboard <laughs>
0: and the way that they blend because like truckers have like like little boy that's like a trucker name they would go by on the ct yeah. right and it's also like a code name for a secret agent which i thought was really cool yeah
2: yeah they blend like the trucker call signs with the secret agent call signs which is just a, it's just a fun moment <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i really loved the the confusion that exists cuz even when i first watched this episode i was like what the hell is happening like why is this random man <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> But then it
0: was like, oh, it was all shield all along. Yeah, and then the um, and then the second car flips over due to some invisible force, and then the trucker guy tries to find an alternative route but gets dunked on again by an invisible force, and that's where our um a team of guys come into the scene and and have like a crane I guess, and just like crack the truck open and release a dude. He's just in the truck.
2: Yeah. He has the cheesiest line of the episode, probably, (laughs) which is just the, are we there yet? line.
0: put it in the notes because that that was really...
2: Okay,
1: I have to say, this episode definitely ranks right up there for me in terms of, like, the cringiest shit happens in this episode.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, don't
1: even talk to me about Sky's dress later on because I hate my dress. Oh my dress.
2: god! Yeah, I have it in my dress. It's just okay. We'll get there, but yeah, the dress is. See, awful. I didn't
0: even notice the dress. Maybe it's uh, just.
2: But, it's yeah, gone. yeah. I also, I also have a note. It's just like I feel like because the excavator comes in to play later uh, in the episode in terms of like how they track down what's going on, but. The excavator seems like the least efficient way to do that, right? Because it just seems it just seems like a normal truck on the outside, apart from the shield vault that's inside. And they just like they use the excavator to tear apart the normal truck part of it.
0: <laughs> right? And I want to acknowledge the fact that this is in the middle of a highway, yeah. or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just... and like don't get don't get me wrong, they look like they're in the Southwest United States, and there's not a lot of trucks on that road, but like. I mean, you're still gonna see people,
0: <laughs> and it's gonna yeah. take a while for for an excavator to move into the scene because excavators yeah. aren't known for their speed, you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things where it's just like again, you can kind of like I'm perfectly fine hand waving it, but it's just very funny,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but yeah, then we get the shield logo pop up, and we see the um, it was a uh, Warden Sky doing. Relative strength t- training, which is basically just teaching Sky how to punch good, and uh, <laughs> she shows up a couple minutes late because she was tired from that morning. She says, and she complains a little bit and says, "Why can't I just do what Fitzsimmons do and just like do brain training, basically?" And then Ward's like, "What did you guys do?" And they just say a bunch of science mumbo jumbo, and like Sky is <laughs> like, "Okay, I get your point."
1: Yeah. That's I love that scene. A because Fitz is just like spraying something out of a bottle the whole time.
3: I'm like, what the <laughs> hell
1: so are you
2: doing? Funny. <laughs> I just love the shit that they get up to just in the background. The two of them. Um, yeah. The other note that I have, I have a couple notes about this scene, but the one, the most important one is just the fuck, the fact that fucking Sky's punches are so weak compared to Ward's. Like Ward (laughs) does like the demonstration, he's just like, okay, just do it like this, like one, two, and then like he does it. There's like the big, like Hollywood style like punch sound effects of like punching a punching bag really hard, and then Sky does the exact same thing. It's just the weakest shit ever.
0: You can barely hear her punch the bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's definitely not um, not a fighter yet.
0: <laughs> yet! Exclamation point.
1: Yet! Exclamation point. She does get up to some shenanigans later, but uh, she's definitely not ready to go out into the field, like Ward says later on.
0: I also want to, like, the thought that the exercises for the science team is, like, memorize a bunch of stuff is just really, I don't know, that's really yeah. a concept to me.
1: God. Yeah, I don't know if it was like I. The only thing I can picture in my mind is like you know when you're in elementary school and you do like math quizzes randomly. Like that's all I can think about.
0: <laughs> yeah, except if it was instead of math pro- quizzes, is like properties of different materials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, but that scene. Um, Ward says to Sky that every agent has a moment, quote unquote um there will be a time when you have to commit to this or bail. I think he said you'll either curl in a, up in a ball or run. And then Sky is like that seems difficult when you're curled up in a ball.
2: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he says he, he says you'll you had to curl up into you'll either stand and fight or you'll curl up into a ball and and run away. And Sky's just like how could I run away if I'm curled up into a ball?
1: <laughs> Which is valid. Yeah. You know. Valid point. Um, this definitely comes into play later in the episode, but I feel like it also sort of gets at Ward's, like, mentality with S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because yeah.
1: Sky asks
0: Ward, like, hey, what was your moment? And he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to share that right now. Mm-hmm.
1: You haven't unlocked his backstory yet.
2: Yeah, he hasn't, she hasn't gotten enough hard events with him yet. <laughs>
0: I like I like Ward's gambit here too, saying that the truth serum doesn't exist.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he says that he's just like, oh, you mean that level one share that didn't jeopardize us at all? And she's just like, what? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> um, I mean,
1: I don't actually. I don't know if we get a legitimate answer if a truth serum exists.
2: Yeah, I, think- I can't. R- I can't remember if we do, but I'm just going to choose for now. I'm just going to choose to believe that Ward's try to cover his ass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that's the most logical thing for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that, we hear the, um, may call in a new mission and Colson explains that it's a priority red asset that was intercepted in Colorado, presumably the guy in the truck. And his name was Dr. Franklin hall, which is Fitzsimmons foreign teacher. And, uh, Canadian physicist that's protected by shield hell yeah Canada Canada (laughs) had it again
1: our resident Canadian here
0: (laughs) yeah
2: look look, there's uh, there's little time for me to acknowledge that fact so
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh, Coulson mentions that the attackers were completely invisible and Sky delivers a great line I think which is like wait invisible cool and like
1: and 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 everyone just kind of
0: like yeah
1: I yeah. I love all the bullshit lingo they just throw around in this show. Like they it's... don't even explain like what a red level asset is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just so funny to me. It
0: adds to the like inscrutable government like like paperwork feel of like how Shield yeah. operates. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I yeah, I could probably make some sort of like big brained like it adds to the characterization of just like again what Fuck was saying the inscrutable bureaucracy of it all. But like <laughs> it's just fun. I just like it. It sounds yeah. cool.
0: They do the same thing with Fitzsimmons like talking about science to make to be like, yeah, it adds to science, but it also just sounds cool.
1: Yeah. I love there's a funny behind the scenes story of people always ask um the actors who play Fitzsimmons if they had trouble pronouncing words and they're like oh yeah all the time <laughs> <laughs> they're like we don't know half the shit we say on the show it just like, just
0: the make writers, it up. yeah
1: yeah the writers just no they don't make it up it's real the writers just like give it to them and they're like here you go <laughs> so it's always fun
0: but yeah um the team arrives at the scene on Colorado, and I, I think that was the trucker, at least it looked like the trucker that was, which is amazing because he went like 40 feet up in the air and <laughs> fell, um, tells them that the scariest thing wasn't that they were attacked by something invisible, but it was that they apparently knew the routes that they were driving down, which Coulson says either is probably an insider, but it could. they mention later it could also be a hacker.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, that was no.
1: definitely the driver um first yeah. of all
2: yeah quote quote agent mac which is an interesting
0: oh i love that though it's that such, such a good name? trucker yeah <laughs> <laughs> is that your that's real that's name that's...
1: um but i also yeah i agree with buck he like has like a a scratch on his like eye or whatever and i'm like is that really all you would have after being thrown around in a truck like yeah. that
0: <laughs> um but yeah simmons is wearing some funky lit up party glasses that detect anomalies.
2: I hate those things. I have that note (laughs) turned down. That's, oh god, they're the worst things to look at. Like, again, all the science shit is just goofy as hell in this show, but, like, those goggles especially, it's just, like, the most, like, budget. Like, they just cut a piece of plexiglass and strap some, like, green LEDs.
1: (laughs) Okay, I want you all to know that this weekend, I helped my mom clean out her garage and we definitely found, my brother was super into spy stuff when he was younger, and we definitely found a pair of, like, fake night vision goggles that look almost exactly like those.
2: <laughs> that's very good.
0: <laughs> They're technically night vision because there's lights on them so you can see in the night. See, that's yeah. the thing,
1: is ours had lights on them so you could see in the night. Oh,
3: God.
0: God. Terrible.
1: But yeah, all, all the sciencey shit is just so funny.
0: Yeah. But she uses them, and apparently some sort of electrical, electromagnetic thing sets off uh, something, and she tosses some dirt in the air, which then spins and floats around. And the whole team haggles Fitz Fitz to be like, stop it, stop it from doing that. And it works.
1: I just love how whenever uh, Simmons gets flustered, her reaction is just to yell at Fitz until he fixes it. (laughs) Yes. It's so funny.
0: Yeah, but, she says something later on in the episode that I'm like, okay, you shouldn't be talking. But yeah, I'll get to that uh, later. Uh
1: also what hap- what happens is there's a distortion in the gravitational fields.
3: Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My nerves. I didn't remember
0: and... their science on, on that one, but I knew, yeah. 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 Um but they find a little device on the ground which looks like um just like a little marble or something with some stuff inside of it. And they're like, what is that? And Coulson is like, something big. Which yeah. is, you know, a line.
2: Yeah, another is good Coulson one-liner As he's just holding this tiny thing and he says it's something big. God, gotta love that contrasting shit.
0: Yeah, yeah love it. Um, they get back to the bus. Uh, Coulson asks May to check the comms for a mole because... Uh, the trucker mentioned before about the leak, and Sky offers to check the treads on the that uh, uh, found on the scene uh, instead of doing pull-ups. And <laughs> unfortunately for her, Ward walks in already found the treads and connects them to suspects.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. Like, what? are How do you trace treads? Like, what is there? Like a national database of tires? Un- it's unclear.
2: Shield. There is. There, there is. A- yeah,
0: yeah. There is a database of tires, actually. But what doesn't make sense is like, okay, track everybody in a fifty-mile radius who has priors, who has, and who is like ri- prone to risks.
2: Yeah, that was which... the wild. That was the wild part to me. It's just like that he could narrow the search down by people who are prone, quote unquote, prone to risk taking, which again, like, has like me like going like mm, that seems like a thing that is. Uh, prone to exploitation and also failure.
0: Yeah.
1: It just reminds me of, like, the Minority Report. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but yeah. Like, yeah, uh, Definitely, like, <laughs> why does S.H.I.E.L.D. have that knowledge?
0: <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, it's a little big brother.
1: Yeah, there's a couple times in this episode where references are made to maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. being a little bit sketchy. Like, at one point when Hall is, like, doing whatever he talks about it a little bit and I'm always like
0: Yeah. It's a, I yeah, mean it's a and, fair point to make.
2: Yeah, and Quinn who we'll get to, like specifically refers to Shield and similar organizations as Big Brother, like ex- like like explicitly. Um which is, you know yeah, I had thoughts about it, so we'll get there. Yeah.
0: Anyways, uh Sky Ash Sword says, Hey, you know, <laughs> Uh, Ward or no, Sky asks Coulson says hey Ward said there was no truth serum and I love Coulson's response which was just said, he said that <laughs> and then walks away which is, is so good yeah. um,
1: <laughs> he just likes fucking with people like that's his like MO is he just enjoys messing with them
2: <laughs> yeah it's just like Ward said that interesting walks away and <laughs> he, I love him a lot <laughs>
0: And I love, next, May comes in with the paperwork that Coulson just handed her and gives Skye it, saying, like, go through this. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> She's just like, uh, you're at the bottom of the food chain, so you get to do the grunt work.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I guess she got out of push pull-ups, though.
1: I don't yeah. know um, if that's better, but... That's,
0: that's fair. Um, next, Coulson pulls up on a cowboy... And, uh, the cowboy is apparently one of the suspects who owned a, uh, the crane found on the scene. And he confronts him, and the cowboy's like, I ain't telling you shit, and pulls out a gun on him. Uh, is promptly taken down by Colson. and they find out that he was paid in gold bars, which, uh... Simmons, when they're back at the uh, the bus, run some diagnostics on them, and they're some sort of special bars that are made in mines, and they can trace it back to Quinn Worldwide, the company dun, dun, dun. who runs the mine. Dun dun dun. Run by Ian Quinn. Ian Quinn.
1: Yeah. Ian
0: I,
2: Quinn. I, I forgot up until this episode that fucking. that Ian Quinn's company is called Quinn Worldwide, which is just the <laughs> dumbest sounding name, because it just. I can't think of it without thinking of, like, like mr worldwide and it's it's just like
0: when i heard it uh, i was just like quinn worldwide yeah
2: it's so dumb Uh, (laughs) but it's fine because i hate quinn so if you
0: become a a billionaire do not name your company after yourself that's the worst way to go
1: yeah you just sound pretentious i mean you're already pretentious because you're a billionaire but like you don't need to like help that image along
0: right Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, so, uh, yeah, again, what is this cowboy doing here? What the fuck, what is going on?
0: (laughs) I was really excited. I was hoping there was going to be a cowboy subplot. I was like, (laughs) yes, are we going wild west with this? But then it was just like a dude who was a cowboy. Yeah, it goes from,
2: it goes from, from, uh, like fucking Will Smith's wild, wild west to like, to just like billionaires in Malta, like like immediately. Right
1: i just i the the, every time i watch this episode i forget about this cowboy and and then i see him and i'm like oh
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i hope i hope we get a time traveling cowboy episode in the future that'd be great incredible um and then uh and then we get a shot of hall being kidnapped and back at quinn's base in malta i had no idea where malta was before i didn't even know it was a thing before watching this episode same
1: Um,
0: but yeah, uh, and Quinn has him untied, and he says uh, – he's uh, he's kind of asking him to help him, and he doesn't want to, like – he's weirdly friendly with Hall, uh, but Quinn is hesitant. And uh, I like this one line he says, which is like, we both agree information should be free, and then Hall says, it's amazing how much money you make off of free information. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Hall points out that he made a smart move because S.H.I.E.L.D. can't come after him in Malta. Um, There's, like, uh, laws in place against that, I guess, of some sort. Yeah, they don't...
1: I guess Malta is super unfriendly to the United States. Um, and, And since we have decided that S.H.I.E.L.D. is definitely just a fucking American organization, even though it's supposed to be international, like,
0: uh, so...
1: Not exactly friendly to Shield.
0: I didn't pick up on that at first because I did think Shield was an international thing, and I was like, "Why would they not?" I thought they could just do whatever they wanted on No Man's Land and stuff. And,
2: uh, <laughs> the I think the it, it's definitely an international organization, and the implication here that they make is that Malta's just super unfriendly to any anybody outside of like themselves telling them what to do. Um, right. But like the implication that Shield. I mean, like, the implication that S.H.I.E.L.D. wouldn't, like, off, like, would abide by those rules is, like, is probably the thing that, like, I couldn't, um, like, suspend enough of my disbelief for, especially how they've characterized S.H.I.E.L.D. But, like, well, at the same time, I don't have to suspend my disbelief, because S.H.I.E.L.D. does conduct an operation on Well, Malta. and, like,
1: they, like, even Coulson and May, like, debate it. They're like, oh, well, if we went in anyway, S.H.I.E.L.D. would just pretend ignorance and, like, forget yeah. it. so like that's definitely an option on the table is just to say fuck the rules and take the fall if they get
0: caught yeah i will say i think that's a good conversation to have when that scene specifically comes up you know um yeah but uh uh,
1: so this is sorry we're gonna introduce ian quinn and he's a he's a baddie billionaire who is a sleaze and an asshole yeah, but apparently also he's kind of like Elon Musk. That's <laughs> like every time I see him, I'm like Elon. This is Elon.
0: <laughs> what if Elon Musk was an oil driller or something? I
2: this don't. Would be I don't...
0: Him. Yeah.
2: God. See, I don't. I don't really see him as like. Or I guess I could. I guess I could see the Elon Musk comparison because there is a moment where Sky like says so like Ian Quinn's a good guy. Blah, blah blah blah. Which first of all, fuck off. Because or the note <laughs> that I have here is that. Uh, it's just, I, um...
0: That is very soon in the future, so I don't want to get to that, because we've still got, like, a scene to go through with Fitzsimmons.
2: Oh, oh, was there? Okay, I thought that was, I thought that was later. Okay, yeah, I no, thought no, that no. was earlier. No, okay.
0: Yeah, in the Ian Quinn scene, we we hear that, um, Hall is, has designed this device to utilize what Fitzsimmons immediately tell us in the next scene is called Gravitonium. And they go through their science mumbo-jumbo, um... Trying to explain to Sky. Um, and that's, that's where Sky says the line, which is how, maybe Coulson is wrong here because Quinn is a good guy. He would never do this. He has mm. like $8 million that he's donated to charity or whatever. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: I love how instantly they poo poo that and they're like, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I, 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 oh God, I don't like that line. Well, one, this is 2013, so like, whatever. But like, at the same time, the note that I have here is Sky, you need to be a good leftist and be skeptical of philanthropy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I love how Sky, who is like a, this hacktivist, who's like fight the power, blah blah blah. is just like, uh, this billionaire is okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: this yeah. one's okay actually. Yeah, I'm like, I think. I don't...
2: Mm. Yeah, I think that's probably where the Elon Musk comparison is strongest for me in terms of just how many fucking people like Elon Musk. Yeah.
0: Yeah, except instead of donating eight billion dollars to charity, it's he put a car into space, which is like, yeah. wow, thanks, Elon. <laughs> <laughs> Elon. <laughs>
2: oh my God.
3: Um.
0: Um, but yeah, in the next scene, um, Quinn is back uh, talking to Hall again, and Hall's, offers Hall a chance, quote-unquote, to uh, complete his life's work by finishing a full-size generator that he's just constructed. Which Quinn is obviously thinks is very dangerous, but he would do it right, is what I think Quinn says. Is If you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. So. And he says, yeah, I'd like to complete my life's work, essentially.
2: Yeah, yeah. He. Def- I'm not sure if we get a definitive answer about what he's going to do in that in that scene, but he definitely looks conflicted at the very least, um, or attempted. That's probably the better word. Um, but yeah, there's. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't explain what the machine really does, but I'm going to just assume because the fact that they call it a generator that it's some sort of just like like reactor, that just produces electricity which sure
1: no that's that's not what it does they explain it later
0: yeah they did say i think in the scene where fitz and simmons are explaining it they said um you saw what it does it flipped a whole semi imagine what you could do with more of it or whatever so
1: basically what it does is it's it's a it's a gravitational field generator so it can change the gravitational pool of an area
2: okay so they're just trying to control gravity basically yeah, mm. that's, that's okay. essentially it.
1: Like okay. when the world is like flipping around crazily, like that's because it's like it's it's not under control. Mm. Okay.
3: Uh, okay.
0: Yeah, there's a scene later where he talks to a bunch of stockholders to like explain how it could work in like a mortgage. Volume. Yeah. Um, like
1: if it was just a generator, I don't think they would care that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but so I don't know if Buck knows this, but gravitonium is a concept in the co- in the comics. Um,
2: wait really it, yes yes we'll get i think we should get to that part and like how this ties into the comics um at the very end of the episode because yeah. the post yeah but yeah we'll get there yeah that's but true. yeah
1: i just wanted to like shout that out that I, I don't have a whole lot of comic knowledge but i know that gravitonium yeah, no. is a comic i have next to
0: zero concept. <laughs> I did not even know that was a thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not just something they pulled out of their ass. It is actually a thing.
0: Okay. Well, that that's that tracks actually. I
2: believe I'd have to look this up, but I believe Ian Quinn is also a comic book character.
1: Oh, is he? I didn't know that.
2: Uh, I can look it up, but you can, guys could can continue.
0: Um. Yeah. So we we see that shot of Hall, and then um. We're back at the bus, and the team is debating how to get access to Quinn. And the problem is that S.H.I.E.L.D. has no jurisdiction, I guess, in Malta. So, uh, and he has, like, a defense grid set up, so they can't just, like, walk into the place and infiltrate it either. And Fitzsimmons is like, listen, if we had a monkey, though, it could just crawl through the fence (laughs) and get its adorable little paws on the controls or whatever he said. I thought that was a really good line. Um,
1: I love my boy Fitz and his obsession with monkeys so much. He did, like he talked about in the second episode too, about getting a monkey and like, let's get this man a monkey. Like it's time. Yeah, <laughs> it,
0: yeah. that's his end of this of this last season or whatever, where it's like mm-hmm. the final episode is Fitz gets a monkey.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I actually do have some thoughts about that, but obviously they're spoiler filled, so I
0: can't say. <laughs> right. But yeah, I'll tell
1: Holly later. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's Im- it's important to note they mentioned that Shield can legally just be shot dead in Malta because Which they're not allowed w- there.
2: Yeah, that's wild <laughs> to me. First of all, <laughs> but also second of all, I I did look it up, and Ian Quinn is not a comic book character. So I have no I was... idea where they got that in- that information from. But yeah, I was totally like they wrong. definitely. They
1: definitely pull some villains from the comic books, but I did not remember Ian Quinn being one of them.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, uh, but Sky comes into the scene and says, hey, I'm not S.H.I.E.L.D., basically, and uh, pulls some strings with the rising tide, and uh, gets an invite to this thing, uh, allowing him to get into the place. And, uh... uh by
2: an evite, yes? please?
0: Oh yes, it's an invite. Oh, it. <laughs> and I think um, Coulson says, "You may not." No, what does she say? No. Sky says, "I may not have experience or background or whatever, but I've got an invite." Sorry, an invite or whatever they say. Oh. I don't remember who said that. Who said that? Who said that, that she was, didn't that have was experience? Sky. Yeah. Or.
2: A bunch of people say it. Everyone hates this plan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone hates this plan, but Sky has an Evite, so...
0: Also, I do want to say I am really disappointed because on the end of the last episode, it was like, yeah, I'm in. They did the hacker voice, I'm in thing. And I don't think that her being a double agent came up at all i guess that's the thing to get to at the end maybe
1: yeah i that kind of took a a backseat this episode um Mm -hmm. but it's definitely something to keep in your mind i
0: just felt like there were a lot of good opportunities to bring it up again
2: yeah they kind of like they kind of like lean into it for a moment um but but yeah it is it does kind of take a backseat this episode the other thing about this scene in particular that I like is that when Sky first says, like, I could, like, suggest, like, I could do it, when they're all just, like, we can't send anybody in because we, we die or be disavowed or whatever, um, uh, nobody, like, nobody seems to hear her the first time she says it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Except for May, who you could just see in the background, like uh, all the way across the room, just like looks up and just like deadpan Sky for like the rest of the conversation. I noticed
1: that. I noticed that. That's awesome. Uh,
0: That's really good. I love May. (laughs) May is so good. Yeah, I wish we got more May time. Um...
1: We'll get there eventually. But I, yeah, I just love how Sky. I, I think she has a BlackBerry.
0: Yeah, I think we Something talked about like that, that last time, huh? We said that there was a BlackBerry? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like some sort of... No, wait, we decided it was a touchscreen. But anyway, right. I, I just love the idea that she's like, oh, I can just hack this like super secure back channel with my smartphone.
0: Right. Well, I think the implication was that she didn't necessarily do it herself, but it might have been like the rising tide.
1: Oh, maybe. I didn't even I don't know. consider that. But you're right. Somebody hacked it. I don't know. Somebody hacked it. <laughs> uh, I don't really... Well, I won't say that because it might be spoilers. But
0: Okay. Um, yeah, but the next scene is Ward talking to Coulson, and Ward's like, why did you let her do that? And Coulson is like, well, she got an invite. Like, there like there's no other option, really. Yeah. Um, And Ward is like, but she's going to go in and, like, ignore protocol and just be terrible. And Coulson says her job is to ignore protocol, but that's not what's bothering Ward. And Ward is worried that Skye won't commit to being an agent after that scene.
1: Yeah, I love how Ward here is like, I tried being nice. And I'm like, bitch, when did you try being
3: nice?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, Ward, you... (laughs) Uh, why are you like this
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted I wanted Coulson so bad and that seemed to be like you being nice yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: I also love I also love the thought of like he maybe he was being nice you know what I mean
1: oh yeah he thought he was being nice (laughs) yeah that seems to track I, but yeah, I just, I love how he's like, I can't get her to open up to me. And I'm like, maybe act like a normal human being around her and she'll talk to you.
0: <laughs> I think that's exactly what Coulson said, basically, too. It was like, yeah. Have you tried being normal, dude?
1: Yeah, and he's like, normal, it's the, I'm a sorry. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um,
0: but yeah, the next scene uh, is directly into disarm training with Sky and Ward. And Skye is joking about, and being like and pretending to like be a southern belle with ward or something like dancing and uh, ward's like you got to take this seriously and she's like "Well, it doesn't it doesn't come naturally to me no he says you got to take this seriously how did you learn to do cs and she says well cs came naturally me to, to naturally to me um, not like this comes to you and ward is like let me, and he tells her about his quote-unquote moment, which is, I didn't really get this, like, I didn't think it landed emotionally in the way it should have, but he's like, I had to defend my, me and my younger brother from my older brother, who would get angry at us for eating cake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um...
0: Yeah. It okay. we, it, it, <laughs> the
2: The writing of that one was particularly... I mean, I think a lot of Bord's emotional stuff kind of falls flat, just because he's such a fucking dumbass. Um, but like uh this one in particular it's just like i think the the reading and it, maybe this is just cuz i have context for future stuff um but like the 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 thing that he's trying to say there is just that like what what was his defining moment which again doesn't make sense cuz it's before he tried to become an agent and apparently the defining moment is in particular to an age i don't know but like he says that his background is basic and why he does this is because his older brother was like abusive towards him and his younger brother where like like anything would set him off and the example that he uses is just like eating a piece of his his cake or something see i and don't then...
0: think the eating a piece of his birthday cake metaphor for that really really landed for me yeah, yeah know, it was
1: I think because yeah. what he's trying to say is the reason he joined shield is to like stop people like his brother, his older brother. And like mm-hmm. so he sees shield as that as a way to protect those who can't protect themselves.
0: Oh, that makes a lot more sense.
1: Yeah, like I think that's Ward's philosophy is like I am the shield literally between my older brother and my younger brother.
0: You see, that makes yeah. Yeah, I didn't maybe it's the writing in this particular yeah, scene or it something.
1: it didn't quite land here. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One uh, thing one thing that I
2: like the writing on Agents of Shield just like across the board is very much a roller coaster where it has a lot of really good highs and a lot of like really like oh, did that work the way you wanted it to work moments.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, I think it. I think it would have worked way more if they had just done my brother. My older brother was abusive instead of using the weird cake metaphor for this. Yeah. See, I think yeah.
2: I think they almost like I I am wondering if they kept that in just to set up the sky bit that she riffs off of <laughs> later <laughs> yeah. in the episode. But um, but yeah, it was it it was it, yeah. We don't have to dwell on it anymore, But yeah, it was a little bit weird.
1: Oh, the CS comes naturally to me line always trips me up because I'm like, okay, Sky grew up in like the 90s. And granted, like my brother was also ripping apart computers and learning basic HTML as like a child. But I don't know. She's an orphan. Like who is going to buy her a CS book?
0: <laughs> I never thought about that. But now that you mention it. Yeah.
1: It kind of weird. It's just, it always trips me up. I guess she just, like, found it in school somehow in the 90s.
0: But <laughs> But
3: yeah, like, but yeah, like I don't know.
2: This, the stuff that she does, I don't know. I guess it's just one of those things where it's just, like, like, she's a hacker girl, so, like, it doesn't really matter. But, like, Buck and I both study CS, kind of, Well, I'm a software engineer. Um, which is fucking the same thing. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, but, uh,. But it's just one of those things where it's just, like, the shit that she's trying to do, again, it is very much, like, like Hollywood hacker voice I'm in of, like, what hacking actually is, which is fine. Whatever.
0: All right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just always laugh at that, because I'm like, I don't know if CS books were, like, a widely available at the age that she would have been learning it, but mm-hmm. who am I to criticize? I also don't know anything about CS, so whatever.
0: The important thing is that she does manage to take the gun after he opens his heart up to her. He she's just like I got it. And got it. uh and he's like, "Yeah, but can you pull the trigger?"
1: Also, this is that scene is like I I do enjoy how it how Sky makes fun of the cliché like, "Oh no, you're grabbing me. Oh god." Cuz that's like such a cliché in spy movies is like the mm-hmm. sexual tension in the yeah. fight
0: scenes and yeah that scene like, that was a little like at first I was like oh are they gonna like do like force this like this angle but I was glad it didn't like do that
1: yeah. no she was just giving him shit because <laughs> don't worry
2: can. the forcing of it will come later Holly <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> please <laughs> I, later this episode I could
0: argue
1: uh, yeah I, I, there's
0: mm-hmm. definitely a time this episode where I'm like mm-hmm I see that hand anyway. oh I guess maybe anyways um, yeah so the plan is that sky gets in there through this party and uh, cracks the defense system so that uh, Fitzsimmons can reset it and warden Coulson can slip into the gate um, and Fitzsimmons give her like this makeup I don't I don't no one is actually called it's
1: desert rose it's desert rose to match your complexion as per fitz's cringy ass line
2: yeah i like that i like that line i like that line because sky likes that line because like she definitely smiles when fitz says it um even if it is like a little bit goofy um but yeah they give her they give her like the makeup compact with like the, the, the the hacker Tools in it or
0: whatever. Yeah, it apparently connects to the Wi Fi or something and allows <laughs> yeah. some access. Um, it's, sup-
1: it's supposedly like a powder makeup compact buck. I don't know, yeah. I know what that is, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no idea. Okay. I have zero idea. Um,
0: uh, but yeah, so uh, May goes over to Colson and is like, hey, remember when I said that I didn't want to be in combat? Um, what are we doing here? And uh, Coulson is like, listen, yeah, we're doing combat, but we have to rescue him because he's one of our own. Uh, and I, I love how he goes, it's going, so it's going to be Ward, which makes one. And then there's like a silent moment where he's looking at, at May, like, are you going to volunteer right now? And then mm-hmm. he's like, and then me, I'll be going in. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, because the yeah. implication there is very much that May signed on under the um, like with the acknowledgement from both her and Coulson that she wouldn't be seeing any combat and she's already seen combat and it's been two episodes. Um, right. And she's just like, hey, like this is like, I know that there's, we're not, there's not like we're planning on sneaking in and out in theory and we shouldn't see any combat but like this could break bad in a way like that like the extraction, t- the people who need to go in and get Sky and Hall, it's not just going to be Ward. Um, like, and I think she's she thinks that Coulson is going to send her out, which is why she's confronting him about it. Um, but Coulson's just like, "No, nah, I'm I'm going to go. Um, you can stay here." Um, uh, and yeah, she seems to like. She seems to to not be expecting that, but in, in more of in a way, just like that seems less like she's like she's like wasn't expecting that it is like relieved that Colson is going to is, is like actually like taking her request seriously. But she looks surprised at taking it back and more concerned <laughs> about the fact that Colson's gonna be putting himself in danger, which I just love May just being like you cannot handle yourself in this situation. Yeah. What are you he's, doing?
0: He's like, don't worry, I was with the Avengers, and then, like, he walks away, and May's like, and you, and you died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a great
1: line. I love yeah. that line from May because she's like, yeah, it did not go well. Like, that is the worst example you could have possibly brought up. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Which I'm sure, I'm sure that's why Coulson said it, because he's absolutely that kind of person.
0: <laughs> Setting it up for her, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I really... May is such an interesting character um, in these early goings, and like I just want to know like how she went from being the cavalry to being like I don't want to fight anything. Yeah, and I love that mystery, and I want to know more.
0: I'm very interested in the May plotline too, but uh, yeah, like I said, I'm very I'm kind of disappointed she didn't get a whole lot of screen time in this episode. Yeah,
1: these first couple episodes, she's kind of in the background because she's not. She hasn't fully realized her role.
2: (laughs) I could, (laughs) yeah, I could make another big brain argument here about how the fact that May's not in this episode also relates to May's kind of like um, end of the episode revelation of just like, I don't like being (laughs) sidelined. So the fact that she's kind of sidelined in the episode plot um, kind of lines up with that. But Mm yeah, yeah. Agreed. It is a shame Uh... that she wasn't in more of it
0: uh yeah so we so sky is on the premises at this party and she's doing a really great job of blending in actually with help from her earpiece
1: and her that show. fucking dress that is definitely not black tie appropriate <laughs> yeah it looks like it came from the sales rack at like forever 21
2: it's so bad like <laughs> it's
1: so terrible
0: see this shows how much i know about like fashion because i looked and i was like okay it's a dress and i that was like as far as i went with
1: it <gasps> The the chest section is tragic. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: it's, the, the, the 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 like cut of the dress is really bad. The way it flares out like past the hips is awful. Like it's just <laughs> so terrible. It's just such a travesty of a dress, and she's wearing it to like to like what's supposed to be like just filled with people with more money than they like literally care about at all, and yeah. it's just oh my god.
1: It just cracks me up every time I see it. Like, I know Buck doesn't care at all, but, like, this dress is definitely, like, one of the worst fashion choices this show ever makes. Well,
0: is this, is, this is the lowest it gets, then?
1: It is, yeah. I would say okay.
0: this is the
1: lowest. I, the, first, the first, like, couple episodes, they don't know what the fuck they're doing with costuming, so they yeah. just kind of do everything. and.
2: Yeah, the costuming in the first season in general, I'm gonna just go out of the limb and say, is not fantastic it's very much like they were on a Hollywood set and had like a Hollywood rack of clothes to they just had up. a
0: cowboy hat on hand they're like I guess he's a cowboy now yeah, he's a yeah. Cowboy. <laughs> and yeah. then they get
1: much better as they go on but yeah this that's that well. woof I also love that they're doing the classic spy thing of like uh, feed me all the information I need through my comms and I'll I'll tell you
3: all
0: yeah yeah Sky tries to use like the like the lingo like the spy lingo like black eagles some point going in and they're like don't do that yeah
1: <laughs> I also love this is again this episode is just like so fucking cringe but like she goes up to Quinn in the worst awkward way possible she's like ah, I love this blah, 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 blah. Oh, by the way I'm Sky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, she walks up to Quinn and she's just like, <laughs> "Nice, nice one. Cool, guys. Hi, I'm Sky."
1: And everyone's like, "Who the fuck are you?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um they end up actually it ends up working out for her because Quinn is like, "Oh, you're from Rising Tide. You got in here through a back channel or something." Um and he's like, "I'm glad to see you. I have a penchant for turning black hat hackers into white hat hackers, which is wild to me i don't know if i'd call working for a billionaire a white hat hacker but
1: um yeah
2: i mean the implication here is that like because he says he says that it's not just for vulnerability analysis which is like the like the thing that white hat hackers do is like is vulnerability analysis so if you're hiring a hacker and not having them do vulnerability <laughs> analysis—that is not a white hat hacker. That is just a straight-up hacker who are use who you are elus- using for illegal purposes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. But it's okay because they're hacking the government. That makes yeah. them white hats. Does,
1: it? Does no, it?
0: No, it really
2: doesn't. They're working I, for a do... corporation to make money.
1: Yeah. I just love how Quinn is, like, cool with the fact that she hacked her way in. And he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Well, th- th- I'm less surprised about that and more surprised about the fact that Sky didn't anticipate why he let her in at all.
0: Because yeah. the reason...
2: Because, like, cause like, she hacked her way in and asked... Like, she didn't hack and, like... Fabricate an invitation for herself. She hacked into their network and asked them for an invitation, which they gave her.
0: Like,
1: right? Which like, so why which is, is like, she surprised that he knows who she is? I mean, yeah, I do think like, that
0: the implication might have been that she didn't hack. her. I mean, she could have, obviously, but I think the implication was she got the Rising Tide to give her it.
2: Yeah, yeah, but it's still, the thing is, is that like the implication is that Sky is fully aware that Quinn gave an invitation to the Rising Tide knowingly. Um, and like, I guess, I guess like, cause the rising tide, cause they, they make, they make this comment a bunch of times that Quinn and the rising tide have like similar interests in terms of freedom of information and stuff like that. Um, which is bullshit, but like, whatever. So I guess that, that might be what Skye's was banking on. But the fact that she was surprised that Quinn would offer her a job is just like, Skye, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: she's very inexperienced and it shows
0: Um, but then we get a shot of Quinn getting up on his big pedestal and delivering his presentation on the element of gravitonium to shareholders uh, that's where they say like think about the supply chain and moving stuff with your element of gravity or whatever Um,
1: which is so... all such bullshit, <laughs> it's
0: yeah, all bullshit. bullshit. also
1: like
2: <laughs> Quinn is just the biggest fucking like libertarian asshole and like I I can appreciate that in a villain but also it's just like it is such classic like internet libertarian like be, like oh like no government overreach am I right but like at the same time like he actually has like it's not the it's not the internet libertarian thing where it's just like oh like they used to defend billionaires or whatever um but it's quit using that to defend himself which i and his like inordinate amount of wealth which is just very funny to me specifically um <laughs>
0: yeah yeah um okay but yeah meanwhile during this big speech uh sky sneaks off into the house and warden and colson arrive in a life raft on the island um and, uh, Ward, I think Coulson says to Ward, like, we gotta be careful around him, because this might have been a really traumatic experience for Hall. And we could just get a shot of Hall just, like, smiling and working on this <laughs> on this generator. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Sky makes it to Quinn's office, and, uh, she's trying to find a way into the door, but the office is locked and there's no keypad or anything. And, uh, Quinn actually catches her up there, and uh, she's trying to wiggle out of it, and she's scribbling something on a piece of paper while talking to him, and she signals to Quinn that S.H.I.E.L.D. is listening, and uh, does so without notifying Fitzsimmons and May on her earpiece. Yeah. Okay, I want to say, I did not get why the earpiece works, but they couldn't beam internet in. I don't know. It's wild to me. I don't know how that works. Um, well,
1: I think it because I think it because um I don't know fucking anything about electronics, but isn't it doesn't it run off of satellite?
2: No, oh, the the thing here is that the reason why she needs to get the compact is the compact she needs to get the compact into Quinn's Connected to Quinn's computer, so that they'll have a connection to Quinn's computer, so they can use it to disable the fence. The outside. local
0: network. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. see now.
2: So they they need to be able to disable the fence, which means they need a connection into the local network, um, right? Because uh, that's the whole thing about like of Ward complaining that like if Sky can't do her job, then she's leaving us out to dry. Um, because if Sky can't get in. Then they have no way to disable the fence, and then uh, Ward and Colson will just be sitting ducks.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, question.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I also this speaks to Sky's like quick on her feet thinking because I mean I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but if I was Sky, I, my first thought would not be to do this. But it's like really ingenious because.
0: Also, I will say, watching it through the first time, I was thinking, like, oh, she's taking a job offer from him. Because they set it up in a way that would be like, you wouldn't realize that this was a ploy, you know?
1: Yeah, I definitely think they play that. Especially because, well, we watched it on Netflix, but um, when it originally aired, there's a commercial break there. (laughs) Before we get the reveal that actually she's just uh, playing him right yeah but like, they think, they definitely set
2: that up yeah they're definitely playing on her seeming like her like questionable loyalty to shield where like she seems like she seems still on the fence where like to everyone else she's playing nice but we know like she's still in contact with the rising tide blah blah blah, blah and she seems to be playing both sides so this seems to be like this moment is kind of just like playing off of all that tension that's been built up um which yeah. yeah, which is definitely the intended effect. Which is it's a it's a really good moment, I think.
0: Yeah, I think it works out really well just in terms of um, characterizing Sky and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and like the fact that Fitzsimmons and May are all like, "What it what is she doing?" <laughs> just adds to it because they don't even know.
0: Yeah, but... May is up in the, up in the bus and apparently trying to locate Hall within the uh, complex within Quinn's complex. And um Fitz is like, Oh, we lost contact. Uh but she got into the office then and uh no, she got into the office and they're like, Wow, how did she do that? This and then Fitz is like, you know, she probably used her uh uh, oh, yeah, God. uh <laughs> just <to> his chest.
2: <laughs> like honestly, okay, yeah, I gotta give Fitz credit for like Still going through with it after, like, the two women in the room are just giving him death flares <laughs> and, like, actually spitting it out. Um, I,
1: I, I always, oh god, season one fits. Uh, <laughs> I love him, yeah. but my oh, god, he's such a fucking boy sometimes.
0: That's when he's remembering this is the cavalry we're talking about,
1: and Jimma Simmons, my yeah. esteemed female <laughs> colleague.
0: Yeah, oh, god, um. But yeah, Sky throws the earpiece into Champagne, because of course the billionaire does that, and, uh, and explains to Quinn what her current position at S.H.I.E.L.D. is, what her, what her mission is right now. Uh, meanwhile, I mean, if there's nothing, um uh, meanwhile, Warden Coulson are outside the gate, just waiting for her to, like, do her job. And, um, I don't remember if there was an important line there or not, but uh, Quinn catches on and holds Sky. A co- Did I skip? Did I? Skip you skipped. Skip you skipped the fact.
1: You skipped the part where she literally <laughs> opens the compact and.
0: Uh, I went down too far. Sorry. And it, yeah, it's
1: fine. <laughs> but yeah, she opens. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Sky and Quinn are talking about um, why she was picked up uh, by Shield. And he points out that she has no family, and they use that to get her, which is apparently, he says, like a strategy they do. It's like, um, to pick up new recruits. Uh, but with Quinn, she'd be free to do whatever she wants. Because freedom of information, or whatever yeah. his whole freedom. thing is.
2: Yeah, which, one, is bullshit, but two, like, it is very much like the standard spy movie trope of just like, the spies are the are the like orphans with no family. It's like the classic James Bond, classic James uh, Jason Bourne sort of situation um, that they're kind of playing on here, where it's just like, oh, these government agents agencies that um, recruit like highly specialized agents and train them, and blah 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 blah, are doing so with an agenda and very and very targeted at specific individuals that they know they can exploit uh, in this way. Um, yeah. Which yeah, uh, is, I... like, is an established trope, but, like, I do, again, they do keep just, like, feeding me with this, like, like just this constant stream, so I, was, I did not expect them to go so hard with it, or at least in a way that's, like, they are doing it their damnedest to, like, portray S.H.I.E.L.D. in this, like, very questionable light. Um, uh, but, again, I don't know if they ever really fully pay it off.
0: That's unfortunate. Yeah, uh, but... I
1: also love how we get a little bit of Sky's backstory here. It's like sort of like the talk about the orphanage and
0: mm-hmm.
1: all that. We get a little bit of it later too, but excited. yeah, I don't
0: think I didn't pick up on it at least at first because they they said she had no family, which to me, like, okay, I I, I understood that the first time through, but I didn't. I guess I didn't pick up on the fact that her backstory. I didn't connect the dots well enough.
1: Yeah, because she doesn't have a family and she was passed around in the foster care system, it sounds like, and that's kind of her tragic backstory.
0: Yeah. You can't fit too many people in a van, so...
1: No, Um, you really can't. It's not conducive (laughs) to more than one person living.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, she, um, she pulls out this makeup while talking with finn or not finn quinn um while talking with quinn and we know that this is the wi-fi cracking makeup <laughs> and no,
3: <Wi-Fi>
0: cracking <laughs> makeup. she sets it on the table and Fitzsimmons are able to break the gate for warden Coulson, uh who like disable a whole team on their own or whatever and colson can't even reload a gun
2: yeah. Uh, I I love that gut thing because well what he's trying to do is he's trying to basically like disable the gun like he's trying to like un- he like takes out the mag throws it away and then like tries to like take the slide off and he's like it- he got it caught and he's just like damn like I thought he'd be able to do this and then Ward just like walks over to him takes the gun out of his hand and tosses it into the <laughs> laser fence and it disintegrates I was, which is just I, a great
0: when I, I saw. Love when I saw Ward do that, I was like, it's going to explode or... Don't do that, dude! It's going to, like, explode or something.
2: It's fine, he but... took the magazine out already. <laughs>
0: uh, so yeah, they make it in, uh, and Quinn catches on to what Sky is doing, because of the reset of the fence, and holds Sky at gunpoint with a team behind him. Uh... Ward and Coulson split up um, to find Hall and Skye, uh, but uh, Coulson going for Hall, Ward going for Sky. And Coulson manages to find Hall, but Hall doesn't want to leave Quinn's base. Uh, it turns out that he was the one who leaked the route in order to get inside Quinn's base and destroy the Gravitonium as nothing else could stop Quinn from uh, assembling it, I guess. Uh... His line was, I had to make a choice, which I put in there because it's referring to, like, the hard choice, at least. At the beginning, they talked about how every agent has a moment, and I think what they're setting up here is, like, this is, like, Hall's moment as an agent, or whatever, yeah,
2: it all, I, I think, I think, yeah, there, that's definitely a good connection. The connection that I made is to the choice that Coulson makes later on in the episode. Um, but that is a good point that I hadn't thought about before.
0: Yeah, I, I. That's like the they set it up at the beginning. I think because it, I don't know, it, it happens a lot during this episode. I feel like, um, but this generator that Hall is working on is like what we saw at the beginning that flipped a semi except instead of being one inch wide or whatever, it's twelve feet and Fitzsimmons are like if yo, if that guy manages to work this thing and destroy it the whole place is going to sink into the ocean <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is not good
0: no but Hall does manage to get it start to destroy things and the whole room kind of goes topsy-turvy and flips around and Hall's like the cousin. Hall's like this is to protect mankind, just like Shield or whatever he says. there.
2: Yeah, and like specifically, like I want to call this out because I think that this is important, just in terms of like what Hall is trying to do, which is that he's specifically trying to kill Quinn. Like he wants to murder Quinn in this because he he like he understands how much damage that Quinn is doing, and like he in his like in his like monologue later, he he talks about that a little bit more, but. Um, but yeah, I think I think the thing that he establishes right up front is that he wants to bury the gravitonium and Quinn at the bottom of the ocean.
0: Oh, I he I forgot he mentioned Quinn too in that. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Um, but yeah, Sky manages to after she disarms Quinn. Um she has the option to shoot him and they're like you got the balls to do that or whatever they say there it was really <laughs> they
1: say can weird. you pull the trigger
0: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah well th- there is a line where like she disarms him using the move that ward showed her um and he's just like Ugh like of course this is happening to me um and and <laughs> and then the bodyguard behind the is just like it's just like he like looks to her. He like Quinn looks to him, and the bodyguards just like she's got some, like the girl's got some balls or something like that. And Sky's just like thanks, but yuck. Which same <laughs> mood.
1: <laughs> I yeah, I love the whole the whole scene of Sky like disarming the dude with Ward's move, and then he he's like, can you pull the trigger? And she's like. Nope. <laughs> and then, she and then jumps, jumps the off the
0: balcony. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. And also, like, I didn't know why they didn't just go over to the balcony and just shoot into the pool. That seems really easy. But
2: Or, or like, the balcony, like, she wasn't right up against the railing or anything. She had to run, like, a few feet to get there. They all had guns. <laughs> like, everyone yeah. except for Quinn had guns. They could have shot her as she ran. Yeah, like, they nice definitely job on picking
0: him. a mercenary squad, Mr. Billionaire.
2: yeah. I also
1: love the forced camera angle, so we didn't get an upskirt yeah. <laughs> of sky dropping yeah. into the water. <laughs>
0: uh, that was good. Um. But yeah, uh, Quinn then sees like the pens float in slow motion when he's dropped to the ground, and uh, he realizes that Hall is trying to sabotage the gravitonium, and asks his men to begin to evacuate. Yeah.
2: Um. I, I don't like Quinn um for a lot of reasons i do, i do think watching this through for like the fourth time or however many times i've watched it now i actually think he might be one of season one's best villains um just in terms of like he is very quick-witted in a way that i don't think i noticed this before like when 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 he gets the notification that like the fence has been breached like, my first, implica- my first thought there would be, like, oh, he's gonna think that, like, because he, the line right before the ends is just, like, like you can't be the only angle. There might be some other, there must be some other angle that Shield's trying to pull. Um, and, like, then he gets the notification that the fence has been breached, and, like, my thought is just, like, oh, he's gonna think that that's the second angle. But no, what he does is he connects that to Sky. He immediately realizes that she was doing something uh, sketchy with that compact, takes it, and then at, at a glance... Identifies the contact as something like sinister, breaks it, and then just is just like, okay, we gotta go. To be fair, um, it did
0: have glowing red lights and green lights did in have the lights. mirror. Yeah, yeah,
2: but, uh, but still, I do think like it is a it happens like very quick in a way that like, like villains in TV shows like this aren't normally like click on their feet like that. Yeah, um, yeah. For
0: and... him to pick up that it was the compact doing it was really, Mm-hmm.
2: and also the I... fact that his first reaction to the gravitonium situation is just like okay we have to evacuate and not just like oh we have to go stop because like that's like billions of dollars worth of money or whatever he's just like like he's just like oh no i know hall is a very smart guy who can do what he's trying to do and i just need to get out of here
1: yeah i appreciate the the intelligence that quinn shows like obviously i don't like quinn but he does make a lot of very smart decisions here, where he's like, "Okay, this is not lighting up."
3: <laughs> so,
0: I would argue yeah. that it is, that a smart decision is not to kidnap who is apparently your rival or something, and then offer them a job with full access to your multi-billion-dollar project. Yeah, no, some... Quinn
2: is still Quinn is still an enormous dumbass, as we'll like come <laughs> to know. But like, it, but like in terms of like certain decisions that he makes, like it definitely sets him apart from like other like especially the shitty billionaire archetype, where, like, the shitty billionaire archetype is very much, like, clueless and detached, whereas he's just, like, smart and calculated, which, um... Uh, I appreciated my libertarian billionaire. Yeah, feelings.
0: he's no Tahani Jamil, so that's...
2: <laughs> wow.
0: Uh, um, but yeah, so, uh... Quint realizes what Hall is doing, evacuates his men, um, and we get a shot of Hall talking to Coulson saying that there was no reason no way he could reason with Quinn because he was addicted to uh I forget what it was what did he say he was addicted to does anybody remember I thought it was a a good Uh, line uh I don't addicted to opportunities or something like that yeah um,
2: yeah I think that's what it is addicted to like exploiting opportunities
0: that's Um, what it was yeah and uh, Colson is like, yeah, but we're here to like pr- protect mankind. You do this, a bunch of people will die. And he's like, shield is doing the exact same thing Quinn is doing, which I mean, maybe to some degree, I don't know if I agree with that all the way in terms of like how the market works and that kind of thing. um, But, uh, Colson says a fair point And, uh, Quinn says nobody can, and not. Quinn Hall says nobody can have uh, gravitronium because it's too powerful for anyone, and it should be destroyed.
2: Yeah, like I think it's a very s- smart point that you made back in distinguishing like the way the market works versus like what shield the what the kind of danger that shield does with or like the danger that shield poses with this kind of stuff. Um, like there are they are two very different things in terms of like there is there's a profit motive that crushes people under its foot rather than, like, the, um... What S.H.I.E.L.D. does and what Hall kind of, like, uh, outlines that S.H.I.E.L.D. does, which is just the experimentation without thought of, um, consequence. Um, whereas, like, what Hall suggests would happen is, uh, with S.H.I.E.L.D. they would do, um, they would do something reckless with it. Whereas, like, what he wants to do is make sure nobody uses it. Whereas S.H.I.E.L.D. would want to try to take it and use it for themselves and for their, like, growing of their own power. Which um, I, like, in terms of, like, the relationship between power and capital, I can see the kind of connection there. Again, I don't think it goes that deep at all because of what this show is. Um, But...
0: That brings what happens later on in the episode to a new light for me in terms of, like, yeah, I'll yeah. get to that when we get to that.
2: Yeah, because like the one thing again, like this go- kind of goes back to what I was saying before, where the show constantly um, throws sh- like puts Shield under like a questionable light. Like they're like they're definitely like asking you to ask like, hey, is this a good thing? Like is Shield is Shield itself a good thing as it is now? Um, and like I could I could you could make the argument that they're not actually doing that because the because it's like the villains who are saying that. But like, no, Hall is I wouldn't say that Hall is a villain either. Like they, they they come at it from a bunch of different perspectives. Like, sure, Quinn says it and a bunch of other people say it, but like they do put like question the kind of like goodness of Shield a lot in this show. Um which uh, is something that's like incredibly interesting to me, a person who is skeptical of government <laughs> uh, agencies like this and stuff like that. Um, and it, yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, I think it's an important thing to b- bring up if you have your characters working as an institution that does this kind of thing regularly.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the in- the fact that they—I know I've mentioned this in both episodes so far—but the fact that they they continue to question S.H.I.E.L.D. as an institution it's just endlessly interesting for me um, in ter- and like just makes me again it's just like how they pay that off is very complicated um, and um, but again it is something that this show seems to insist on returning to
0: yeah, I'm sure that it'll be it'll be more in the future. Um, but the next scene is Ward saving Sky from a group of men who apparently caught her. Um, I guess it's uh, Quinn's Quinn's guys.
1: Yeah, uh, some goons.
0: Some goons.
1: And there's a there's a a nice little handhold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're. All, they're it- the action like the combat in that scene what i thought was choreographed particularly well I don't know. yeah the
1: uh the action on the show is generally done pretty well
0: mm-hmm. like it's yeah.
1: it's definitely something that they do consistently um know, good which is good because you know <laughs> it's a
0: lot of the show yeah <laughs>
1: it's a uh, some actiony show because it's an action adventure show
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, I will say like the kind of like Ward Sky reunion where she's like very emotional and obviously distressed felt like a little stilted for me. Um, but uh, this is the moment where I, that I was kind of alluding to before, where they kind of like forced the Ward Sky stuff. Um, a little bit too much for my taste. Yeah, um, I think
1: that like the coming up and like putting her hand on his chest thing was like a yeah. little <laughs> much.
2: Yeah,
0: it's weird because I didn't even pick up that that was a romantic thing. I was like, We're, "This is the bro squad now. We're the bro <laughs> squad." <laughs> 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 yeah. See, for
1: for me, like any female, and I know this is like gonna sound really sexist, but any female character who comes up and does that to a male character, I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's
2: a lot of baggage there in terms of like like oh she's like going like this is like she's the damsel in distress in this moment, um and like like when push comes to shove, she needs to rely on the big strong white yeah. dude with a gun. To Mm -hmm. save her but like so like there's a lot of baggage here but um i so like i have trouble not seeing it as like a romantic sort of thing but i can definitely see it and like the way i would prefer to read it if i was being super generous is being like oh no this is sky like taking a moment and like like realize like relying on her mentor here which is just that like ward is the person who is supposed to be like leading her down this path and is like a demonstration of like the skill set that she needs to learn so she needs yeah. to learn to rely on him
0: yeah um, that's what i was referring to when i said bro squad earlier yeah, is like yeah. they're a team you know yeah, that's how i yeah. interpreted it at least
2: yeah which is like i'm all for like well i th- do think that certain like again, like this has a lot of baggage, and that should be acknowledged. But like at the same time, it's just like if I wanna, if I wanna be generous with something, I'd like a show like this, so that I enjoy it more, then like <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna fucking do it. You can't stop. It. Uh,
0: the next scene we is back to Coulson and uh, Hall in the room with the uh, the generator, and um, Coulson tries to figure out how to get a catalyst that Fitzsimmons says um, the, uh, the generator needs in order to destroy it. It's too far into its, like, its acceleration state now. And uh, Hall refuses to help because this is a sacrifice that he has to make in order to, uh, I guess, better humanity or whatever his goal is here. Um, and Coulson is like, yeah, it is, and then shoots the glass beneath him and lets Hall fall directly into the generator liquid, which is unpleasant at best.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine that, it especially feels great.
0: Yeah,
2: that, like, the note that I have here is just like, um, uh, oh, the first note that I have here is building a gravitonio generous direct action, which, uh, you know. <laughs> hall hall really sticking it to the van by building a gravitonian generator to murder billionaires is I, I can stand by that <laughs> philosophy um but like colson uh colson literally just murdering hall here um is again like i think i think it's a very important moment here because he does choose to to kill Hall, like pretty directly, like it's not just like a thing that happens as a result of them trying to do the gravitoni. It's just like Coulson's just like, yeah, I get it, dude, and then just like shoots the glass and lets it drop. And it's definitely like a moment that Coulson, like, he doesn't do it callously, um, but he does it do it like just like almost no hesitation. Um, yeah, which... like
1: he ma- he definitely makes a choice. He's like, I either save, like. I either let all of us die for this thing to be destroyed, or I save my whole team and all these other innocent people. And like, he definitely makes a call there and it's, I don't and think to, it's going to be an easy call
0: to go back to like the theme of this episode, like the moment, like obviously Coulson has, has moments before because he's been in other movies and stuff, but like, this is a call that Coulson has to make and just like, uh, either this or curl up in a ball and run. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, I do think I do think it's also interesting to contrast with the pilot episode because that shows like the complete opposite side of Coulson, where like there's that scene with Fitz and Simmons um, doing the thing where it's just like like they're talking about Mike Peterson and how he has like extremis in him and it's gonna blow blow up and stuff and. And he's—they're just like he's going to blow up. Like if we kill him, he's going to blow up. Like, like there's no way out of this. And then Coulson's just like, I'm never going to take no for an answer. And like blow, like blows up at them in a very like real way. It's just like you need to figure out another solution. Where here he's just like, there is no other solution, and I'm going to do it. Like it's, it's interesting. It's very yeah. like it definitely shows Coulson is like. Oh, Coulson's not. Coulson is an idealist fundamentally, but he's he will make the hard decisions. He's
0: also a leader. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So Hall falls into the generator in a pretty nasty way, um, and uh, Coulson gets to meet up with the rest of the team. And uh, back at the bus, Coulson informs the team that the graviton or informs Shield, sorry, that the gravitonium is meant to be locked in an unmarked safe and never sent to the sling hole because it's what Hall would have wanted, which is what I was talking about before, Holly, with you, is that, like, um, something with, like, furthering shield goals, like, obviously launching it into the sun isn't doing that, but it's, like, this thing is never to be touched, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, well, it's, it's again, it's a thing where, it's like the note that I have written down, there's, like, is that really what Hall would have wanted? Like, that's what Coulson seems to think it is, but, like, Coulson's from S.H.I.E.L.D., and, like, what Hull wanted was for nobody to use the Gravitonium, and the Gravitonium is still around to be used, but if they launch it into the sun, which they are perfectly capable of doing, it seems, like, nobody would use it, um, where it's just, like, it does feel like it's just, like, well, one, they're setting it up, <laughs> to be to to come back later. In the plot, obviously, um, but two, it's just like, oh no, she doesn't want to destroy things that they can use potentially. Um, yeah, yeah I, or I always thought, at least they're hesitant to destroy that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I always thought it was fascinating that they decide to like lock it away in what they call the fridge, um, and I'm like. I feel like Call would have wanted it shot to the sun, but whatever.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: your call, not mine.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's like a good point.
2: Yeah, it is very interesting that there is a line that's drawn between, like, because they launched like the weird laser thing from the last episode into the sun. It's just like, it's just like there is a value line that does being drawn. It's just like, oh no, this is too valuable to be destroyed. Whereas, like this shitty laser from World War II, we can destroy that.
0: <laughs> um. But yeah, so they they do that. Uh, Coulson is next. You see Coulson in his uh, in his office trying to disarm a gun or dis. I guess it would. What what is it called? Disable a gun, and he's clearly still rusty with it. And May approaches behind and says, "Yeah, you're clearly rusty. Uh, I know we said that I didn't want to be on the ground, but next time." I will, uh, I want to be in combat despite what our arrangement was before.
2: Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, again, all of the Coulson May moments are really great because you get to see the rapport that they seem to already have established between the two of them. Um, And also, just like, you could tell that Coulson was expecting a moment like this. Like, he didn't pull her off the paperwork just to fly the bus, despite what he said. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, like they, this is a really nice moment. Um, I also think there's another moment earlier that I liked, but forgot to point out when we talked about it, is that there's a moment where May is on the bus, like on comms with Ward and she's just like frantically, it's just like, or like very frustratedly, just like, Ward, you need to tell me if you have things handled down here. I hate not being able to do anything, <laughs> um, which oh, I, f-
0: I forgot to mention that earlier, but yeah,
2: yeah. Um, which is very much like May. May does not like being sidelined, um, despite what her original thing was. So, um, yeah, more May on the horizon, it seems. Hooray more May on the horizon.
0: May.
1: Now that she's back in the field, um, we get to see her in action some more, which will be exciting.
0: Hopefully, we get more gross, like wrist uncracking or whatever she uh. did last episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I have. Speaking of um, their fight scenes. I mean, Ming is a trained fighter, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, you know gonna we... be serving some some stuff here. Yeah, like yeah. we've
2: got a we got a we've gotten a little taste of her 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 fighting so far, um, but it just gets better and better. Yeah.
0: Um. Next, we see Sky and Ward and. Um, a different training place this time, apparently, with a different punching bag, and they're discussing. No, it's uh... the same
1: punching bag, same place.
0: Oh, yeah. it is. I didn't see like yeah. Fitzsimmons' office, so I was just oh. like, they're not.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's at a different camera angle, but it's all that is in like the the cargo bay of the bus.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so it's all in the same place.
0: All right. Um, yeah, but it's just them there this time, and they're discussing ward initially they're discussing his moment and um sky mentions at that point that hers was she was a foster child and she'd gone through three families before she found one that she really liked and uh, unfortunately they did not keep her and mm-hmm. ward assures her that shield won't turn their back on her so that was her moment, was having yeah. being turned down by a foster family, which again is not when she became an agent, but
2: yeah. Well, I think th- there's the distinction that's being drawn between like motivation and like the quote unquote defining moment, but like it does that that's kind of being reminded of that. And like, well, because the thing that I find interesting about that is because like the thing that Sky sets up is that like she had an expectation and she really wanted that family to be hers. Like she mentions how that she like called like the women of the family, like mom once, and like, just to try it out. Um, and just like, Oh wow. Like, she, like that's for her, like that illustrates just like just how much she wanted that. Uh, and she says, it's just like, it hurts so much more when they turn me, when they put me back just because of how much I wanted it. Um, and. Uh, and she, d- yeah, she does say it, it's just like, it hurts when you have expectations like that. Um, and, but even so at the end, like the last thing that she says before she starts, or not the last thing that she says, because there's some more quips, um, but uh, she says just like, I really want this. And like, Seems to be like fully committed to shield, despite knowing that if they do turn her back on her, um, which I don't think she's convinced yet that they won't turn her back on her. Um, she has
0: only to... been two missions, so. yeah,
2: exactly. She is willing to take that risk here, which again, like, I love Sky so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and I love. Oh, yeah, sorry. I just no, I mean, say.
0: go on. If you have something to say about it.
1: Yeah, I just, I love that beat from Sky. I mean, her, I feel like this is, like, one of the the first big, like, emotional moments that lands for me, like, really well is, like, her explaining her backstory and then, like, saying, like, I want this bad. That feels, like, that feels real in a way that some other stuff hasn't. But this one, I feel like, really hits.
2: Yeah, this is still, I think, with the whole show, even to look at for me, like one of my all-time like favorite emotional beats. Um, which, if you, if you're this is your first time watching your show, you're just like, what? That was it? I don't know. I have weird taste <laughs> There, are, there are more potent moments in the show that, like, but like, I don't know. This is one of my favorites. It's
1: just a nice, it's a nice
2: moment. Yeah, feels very real.
0: Uh yeah that's the, and then we get the end the uh shield logo as the end scene credits play, which is we see the gravitonium being locked away by a, a team of people, and uh, that little agent guy takes the nameplate off and puts it in his pocket, for some reason, and uh, when it's, it's fully it's
1: unmarked.
0: It's unmarked. I don't get why it has to be unmarked, but um, that, no. <laughs> <laughs> when it's when it's fully inside, we see. A little figure of a metallic hand reaching out from the inside of it. Who could it be? Who could it be?
2: (laughs) I just wrote down here, tragic backstory intensifies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, like,
0: that's not big enough to hold a whole human, so he's, like, all bunched up and compressed in there, right? That's gotta suck.
2: Yeah, yeah. So this is probably the part where we should talk about the comic books. And again, we're not nerds, so we haven't read the comic books. <laughs> That's um, a lie. We
1: are absolutely <laughs> nerds. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but um, like Franklin Hall is a character who is in the comics definitely, I know that. Um, as well as gravitonium is the thing that shows up in the comics. Um, because Franklin Hall is a villain known as i think it's is it graviton it's graviton um yeah uh so who... so
1: in the comics canonically he fuses with gravitonium and becomes graviton, graviton.
2: yeah and has gravity powers and shit
1: so that's just something to consider Every, mm-hmm. like when this episode dropped initially everyone was making the connection to franklin hall's name yeah um, yeah so I don't know if that will come into play later, but it definitely is a thing that it is happening here. So yeah,
0: um, it's a good reference to point out at least. Yeah. Uh, anybody have any closing thoughts on the episode? Reflections.
2: Uh, I love Sky. She needs to get a better dress. True. <laughs>
1: sure. Agreed. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Get okay, Sky okay, better
2: God, dress. God. I I didn't point it out. Um, but the fucking scene where she's, like, running away from the- she just jumped out the balcony, because she jumped off the balcony into a pool, uh, and there's a bunch of scenes afterwards where she's, like, running away from guards in, like, the soaking wet dress, and, like, the dress looks somehow even worse, like, <laughs> like more oh. unflattering when it- when she's just, like, just climbed out of a pool. It's tragic. Yeah.
1: Anyway, this episode will be titled The Tragic Dress, <laughs> just for my hatred of this dress. But yeah, I think overall, this episode um, was a lot of character building for Skye, which I think was needed. So
0: I Yeah, we didn't so get a whole lot of Fitzsimmons, really. We got more Fitzsimmons than May, yeah. but...
1: May and Fitzsimmons definitely took a backseat. But don't worry, episode six is coming.
0: Hey! Episode
2: six is on the horizon.
1: Episode six is almost here! <laughs> In three
0: more years! No. <laughs> In three more years.
1: We're doing better, we're doing better. We're doing
0: better, yeah, we're on the right track now. Um, uh, yeah, I guess, Oh, yeah, I, I don't remember what I say here for the outro. Shout
2: out the Twitter. Oh, yeah. Twitter, shout out... Um,
1: Abnormal Mel. Mapping.
0: That's the Mel. episode for today. Uh, we are hosted by Abnormal Mapping. You can check out what they do on Abnormal, Patre- on Abnormal Mapping's Patreon. Uh, they do a great podcast called The Great Gundam Project, which you should t- definitely check out.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, um, their main show, Abnormal Mapping, uh, which I know I've said it at the Gundam show before, but... Um just the abnormal mapping podcast itself is really good. If you want some like thoughtful takes on video games
0: and stuff, which we're not nerds, but still. Yeah. Very we're, good. yeah
2: established We're not <laughs> nerds, but like, if you are a nerd and like video games, you should go listen to that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Our, uh, our podcast art was done by Melina Karan. You can find that at squirrel curls on Twitter. Um, yeah, we should be back again in 2 weeks.
2: Uh, uh maybe a week cuz I think if everything goes according to plan, this should be coming this episode should be coming out on uh Wednesday, May 28th, which means that when you're listening to this either before or ap- after this episode comes out, the first episode of season 7 of Agents of Shield woo! will be airing. Um yeah. which uh buck will not be watching uh no but luca and i will continue our tradition of watching live um and we are thinking if we if we can organize it well uh in the off weeks we when we don't have a normal episode luca and i will try to put out an episode of our kind of reactions to season seven as it comes out um so hopefully a week after you listen to this episode we should have our reaction to episode one up and our thoughts about that. Uh, and then, kind of two weeks after that, we'll talk about episodes two and three. Um, and yeah.
1: Yeah, it should be a good time. Uh, it's the last yeah, I can
0: pre rec- record lines or something, just like reactions. Like, wow, <laughs> cool. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, I
1: can't <laughs>
3: believe
1: that happened.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: There's, a, there's actually a lot of things that happen later on that would make that even funnier for reasons that. <laughs> you wouldn't understand
2: right now, but... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. We'll get there one day, and we'll get to hear your thoughts on Season 7. But yeah. Yeah, um, yeah this is going... To, season is going to be the last season of S.H.I.E.L.D. So... Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of 7, we're about to move into the spoiler section, which is level 7. So I'm going <laughs> to pop off and let All you right. guys talk about it. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll see Buck later join us in the mm-hmm. spoiler section.
0: Catch you guys later
1: All right, welcome to the spoiler section of episode three. Um, as a reminder, we will be discussing all spoilers up till the end of season six. so if you haven't caught up with the show, please leave now because we will spoil you. Mm-hmm.
2: Or if you don't care about spoilers, feel or free to listen. Or you don't care, <laughs> it like, doesn't really matter. <laughs> if you if you're thinking you're just like maybe I want to watch this show, go watch the show because I love it so much and I'm never going to stop uh, yeah. advocating for people to watch this show. Yeah,
1: and like definitely season one is I think the best season to watch without being spoiled. Um,
2: mm-hmm. so Absolutely, please, please go watch it.
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, welcome again. What you got, Holly?
2: Oh, I don't have much. Um, I've got... See, the thing that I do is any bullet points in my notes that I have that are specifically spoiler section things, uh, I have highlighted in pink. Um, right. And I have two uh, very short ones highlighted. Okay. And uh, the first one is Ward's defining moment. He could fuck off. <laughs> uh, and the second one is Ward could fuck off. <laughs> so... Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in general, I think the Ward... Casting himself as the, the victim in this situation when we know later on that that's not actually the case is like such bullshit.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's such bullshit. Like, he not only ca- he cast himself as both the victim and the protector here, which is just wild. It's such, like, uh.
1: It's, it's pretty disgusting to realize how deluded he was.
2: Mm hmm. 'Cause he yeah, like cause seriously a... believes it. Yeah, he does he does really believe it, which is which is the really um really just like like just makes me go like, oh, and like Ted Suffolk cringe and stuff because yeah, he is the worst.
1: Yeah, he is definitely awful and <sighs> it's it's so interesting to me how well they play this every Every time I watch this show, I mean, like, this is like they wrote him as such a classic James Bondy tragic backstory, but like heart of gold asshole. But mm-hmm. fuck, man, when they flip that switch at the end of season one, I mean, it is instant.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's really quite something because they don't even send him uh, set him up as the James Bondy type in the sense that like he's like per- he's like he is that he is the James Bond of the group um but he's not he's not quiet and stoic in the way that a james bond or or jason Bourne is like he is he is also a lovable goofball which is the thing which is the distinction that i find very like striking here is because he's not like quiet and brooding he is but like everyone makes fun of him and like everyone likes to poke fun at him and the show pokes fun at him and like um turns that into a very lighthearted thing that like the audience can enjoy and like I enjoy watching it in this first season Um, but it's like knowing again that that switch gets flipped in such an immediate sense is
1: yeah I will never not love that that Mm -hmm. um, that turn there it's so good Uh, but yeah so we get that we get the initial fucked up story of Ward which is a big deal um, because it really sets up what comes later. But we also get Sky's background mm-hmm. and we talk about, you know, how she was an orphan and got passed around a lot, which we realize later is because shield was specifically trying to make sure that no one yeah. would find her.
2: Yeah. I think that, that makes this moment, like I think on its own, this is like, I still stand by what I said during the main part of the episode, where this is one of my favorite emotional moments of the series, but like fuck, watching it again, like it really hits hard when you know that like that it that Sky could have had the thing that she so desperately wanted, but it was Shield who was specifically fucking with her life. Yeah. Um. It just, just it makes
1: it just makes me so sad because all Sky ever wanted was a family, yeah, who loved her and <laughs> like. <laughs> she couldn't have it because it was not safe.
2: <laughs> yeah. And like the other thing too is that the family that she's now like rushing into is what kept her from having a family in the past. I know. It's it's just like it's just like well, like it's just so good <laughs> and it makes me so sad.
1: <laughs> I know. I I just yeah, I can never get over like I just love Sky and Daisy so much. <laughs> yeah. It just makes me sad every time I realize how just desperate she is for anyone to love her. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, I love you. Come here.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love Daisy so much. Yeah. I
1: I had to laugh um, when when Buck was like, oh, I'll record those lines. Because I was like, you would be saying Sky the whole time. And everyone would be like, <laughs> why the fuck are you call on your Sky? <laughs> yeah. Daisy. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. I also, just a little note about Sky. when Quinn, when she grabs the gun from Quinn, Quinn is like, but can you pull the trigger? And I just was like, fuck, man. In a couple episodes, you're going to pull that trigger on her.
2: (laughs) Yep. Yeah, like, I wasn't even Ugh. thinking, well, first of all, I got this episode confused, and for a moment I thought that Quinn was going to shoot her, and that this is this episode so I was just yeah. like, wow, this escalates fast, but then <laughs> I, I quickly realized that that's not what was going to happen. Um, but, like, the thing that got me about that moment is it, because what it got me thinking about is just, like, fuck, like, there's going to come a moment where, like... Daisy will not hesitate to pull that yeah. trigger or rather like she won't hesitate to just blast somebody <laughs> with, yeah. with, with uh, earthquake powers. But you know, same thing, I guess. Um, yeah.
1: It's, it's crazy to see like where Sky slash Daisy is in season six. Cause she will not hesitate to punch a bitch or quake a bitch or shoot a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But in this episode, she's so untested and she doesn't really want to kill anybody. And yeah, it's just quite a reversal, and the mm-hmm. the foreshadowing of her and Quinn showdown was strong.
2: Yeah. Yep, yeah. There, there's not a lot to talk about here. There are there are a couple things. Like, uh, should we talk about gravitonium? I feel like we should talk about gravitonium. Yeah, I feel like
1: we should talk about. Gra- I I always I always wonder if they meant to bring back Hall as the graviton, and then they just like. We're like, no, it's been too long. We can bring back Gravitonia, but we need a more a villain that's more present, like mm-hmm. in recent stories. Which was probably a smart idea. Um even though lots of people were like, Well, what the heck happened to Franklin
3: Hall?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, like they they do talk when they do bring back Gravitonia, they do talk about Hall yeah. and Quinn. Um but like Fuck! They sit on that for like forever. <laughs> like they, like that's the thing is that they don't bring gravitonium back until, like this is this is the last time we see it until season six or whatever. Yeah, right? season five. I forget all of where, but yeah, it's yeah. It really is. They just like oh no, I guess we do see it at the end of season one, right? yeah because, they um, they when they, they blast break into the
1: the stuff yeah, yeah yeah but then they don't do anything
2: with it they yeah they don't do anything with it but
1: yeah
2: it is just like fuck and then they yeah the thing that fucks me up about that is because they do the flashback when they bring it back to Raina and quinn in like the truck and the the goop eats eats quinn too but yeah um yeah that's it is yeah, I do wonder what they're... Because it did seem like they had some original plan for it. Um, yeah. I think they, they were just
1: laying down a whole bunch of track to see where it led. Because in this season, yeah. I mean, they're a, they're the first live-action Marvel show. Like, the movies are doing good, but no one really knows how it's going to translate to TV. Like, will they get picked up for season two? They have no idea.
3: Because
1: <laughs> yeah. they definitely had a plan for season one, because they knew about Winter Soldier when they were writing the season originally.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, but I don't think they had a plan after that for a while. Uh, yeah. They just yeah. had like ideas. So yeah.
2: Yeah. My, my best guess is kind of, yeah. Kind of what you said, where they're just kind of like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Um, and Franklin Hall rest in peace did not rest stick.
1: No, I think, I mean, once we got into the inhuman stuff, I think we really moved away from like these monsters of the week type things. And I mm-hmm. feel like if we had stayed on that track for having Hall come back, would have been like obvious. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, we kind of moved away from that. Yeah.
2: So. I will say I do really like. Um, Graviton Talbot. We'll get yeah. there. But like that, there's like that moment is, is, is like, it still kind of gives me chills a little bit, yeah. Even though, it, like, I, I, I am conflicted about Talbot and Gravita uh, Talbot in general. But there are a couple of moments that it, that just like still, uh, I think about sometimes. And yeah, but yeah, because it is interesting how they do specifically reference Hall and Quinn in that moment. Yeah, because cause he's like,
1: I can hear them or whatever. Yeah, he
2: because the idea is that like the implicate like. What you can draw from what Talbot is talking about is that Quinn and Hall have been; they were the only two ones in the gravitonium for a while, and they've just spent that entire time arguing. Yeah, which is in like funny. in like some sort of like hellscape of gravity gestalt, yeah. gestalt consciousness sort of situation, which is really fucked up to think about. Um,
1: yeah, it's pretty crazy. Something else I noticed. Um if you're done with talking about Gravitonium,
3: mm-hmm.
1: is there's a moment when Gemma touches the... or when they are trying to get the, the gravity field off, and there's a big spark, and that's what shuts it down.
2: <laughs> oh. And I
1: was like, whoa. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Just, that's, yeah, uh, flashbacks. Fitz vibes. F- Fitz... Fizz, Fizz, Fizz,
1: Fizz vibes. Fizz, yeah. Vibes, Fizz yeah. vibes. <laughs> Episode six vibes. Uh, I yeah. I just I was watching it and I saw that and I've never noticed it before. But I was just like, oh god! <laughs>
2: no, I did not notice that. But that's very funny.
1: Some I don't know if it was intentional foreshadowing. Probably not. But it's still like, wow, that's uh, that's yeah. there. Also, I wonder if Hall. Sorry, going back to gravitonia. This can be all over the place, but whatever. Going back to Hall comments about shield being like no better i have to wonder if he knew about the sandbox program being just like totally bullshit
2: the slingshot yeah or
1: slingshot not sandbox
2: yeah Yeah, i i don't know um i yeah it's hard to tell because like i think it seems pretty obvious like i guess from somebody like even what we've seen so far of shield and their kind of characterization that yeah, it, it does seem very plausible that they would be ones to use this rather than destroy it. Yeah. Um, but like again, I don't know how much of that is colored by what I know about it. Um, yeah,
1: because like now listening to his comments now, I'm like, I mean, it's very possible he was a high-ranking scientist. Like they would want him mm-hmm. on these research projects.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, my my, my guess, because, like, I also don't know if they ever acknowledge him as part of S.H.I.E.L.D., because they call him, like, an asset to S.H.I.E.L.D., rather than, like, an agent or something. That's true. Um, but, like, I do imagine that he has seen enough to know and understand that, like, oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is more interested in understanding and using this stuff rather than destroying it if it's too dangerous. Yeah. Um, which... <laughs> No, continue?
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, like, that line specifically makes me really wonder if he knew. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, and. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing that I want to say, too, I I maybe should have mentioned this during the main part of the episode, but, like, um, the other thing to think about here, I think, is that, like, this isn't. Like, I've seen some people talk about this kind of stuff. As uh oh Hall could, is just being like, like tech like a technophobe or I forget what the exact word, but basically against technological progress, like oh, that, yeah. like oh things sh- things of this nature should be understood and like used can like again like the whole science is like a tool that can't be wielded for either like good or bad, um. But like, I don't think that's what the takeaway here is or should be because it's because what hall what hall wanted what hall's goal was specifically was to kill quinn who wanted to use gravitonium to uh like for his own purposes and stuff like that like hall what hall understood even him being a scientist is that like oh there this is a thing like this is a thing that could be used for like like great good like that's what he understood like that's why he was researching it in the first place but what he realized is that like oh no like what this is going to be, do is powerful people people who already have power are going to use this and exploit mm-hmm. it and cause harm to millions and millions of people yeah um, like
1: he specifically just did not want this in the hands of like evil mm-hmm. people
2: yeah which i think i think is is easy to miss in the in the whole like this is too dangerous for anyone to use sort of sort of um, language that they use like the very cliche type of thing Um, but like at least my reading of it is that uh, is like that like he's again as a scientist I don't think he is against the kind of idea of using this for good he just knows that that's not what's gonna happen yeah
1: exactly yeah I never read it as anything other than that because um, clearly he's I mean, he's worked on other stuff So Yeah, But. Yeah, I also like how Buck Was like complaining about May Not getting enough screen time And I was like, <laughs> oh, don't you worry, it's coming
2: <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited for more May May yeah, is one of May. my all-time favorite characters
1: I'm just really excited For their Bahrain episode Yeah It's just yeah. so good Like, it's heartbreaking, but man yeah, it hits 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 real good. <laughs> yeah,
2: the other thing too is that uh, we'll get to this when we get to season five. Um, but like fucking, oh god, wait, is it season? Which is the LMD season?
1: Season four.
2: Season four. When we get to season four, I just I I think that's when I'll really go on my like May feel and how much I love May. Yes. Um. Ah. Uh,
1: a
3: good
2: season just, for May. Yeah, i'll I'll be I'll be all the way on my bullshit for that. But for now, I can just appreciate May for what she is, and awesome. what she is yeah. is awesome.
1: Also, I love like Bucks. He doesn't seem that interested in shipping yet, which is hilarious. because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's gonna kick into gear here real quick in episode six for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the other thing too, is because for me well you've been watching this show from the start but for like to to reveal a little bit of backstory i know i mentioned this before but like i started watching the show because that you, because you were watching the show yeah and you had like a, a side blog on tumblr that i followed um
1: but we're not nerds
2: but we're not oh, we're obviously not nerds <laughs> um and uh, i got interested in it through that um but cuz the the funny thing there is that like a lot I won't put you on blast but there is a, a significant <laughs> portion of that of that vlog I would say it would be shipping related um so I was very much coming into the show with that on my mind too and I'm not a big shipper either um uh but it is but I did have that very much on my mind so I'm very I do find it very uh, interesting that Buck has not kind of, like, gone in that direction. Yeah. From the I think start. he,
1: like, I think, I mean, in these first episodes, like, Fitzsimmons is very, like, buddy-buddy, like, uh, the fucking comments from Fitz about boobs and shit. Like, mm-hmm. clearly they are not at least aware of the fact that they are into each other. And I don't think it, obviously it doesn't happen until at least episode six. Um, yeah, because I think episode six is really what most people who watch the show um, would point to as like, yeah, like this is this is it, like this is the moment where it starts. Because
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah. it's like, I mean, watching Ian cry is like Chef's kiss. So <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I'm yeah, I'm very excited. I hope Buck's prepared.
1: Yeah, I don't think he is. No, he's not. Like, because I mean, no one is. Like, no one's ready for episode six when you start watching this show. Yeah, and then it hits, and it's like, oh god.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: but I I feel like we should warn him and be like, okay, and like in the episode review, I feel like we should be like, okay, so. <laughs> This is yeah, just starts. be like upfront just
2: like this is this is this is where it really gets real for the two of us. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the 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 first five episodes just preamble.
1: Yeah, it's just like build yeah. up we get to yeah. know them and then it's just like I'm going to punch you in the dick with these feels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Yeah,
2: that after after episode season 1 episode 6 we'll just we'll just completely rebrand and it's just a like, Fits <laughs> in Just in Fits in, in podcast. Podcasts.
1: Exactly. See, this yeah. is what I'm talking about,
2: but mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I mean, I really can't wait for the end of season one when um, Fitz is trying to ask her out.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
1: And the fucking rock eats her. Oh, God.
2: Oh, my God.
1: That is going to be such a bullshit moment and I'm going to love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only good God. part for Buck is he doesn't have to wait um like he can instantly yeah. start watching season two and they get yeah. her back fairly quickly. But
2: yeah. Wait, isn't it the end of season two that she gets eaten?
1: Oh, it's season.
2: Cause it's the start of season oh, three. Okay.
1: Yeah. Fitz gets his brain injury at the end yeah. of season one, which also yeah. was, <laughs> you know,
2: yeah, that's also very sad. So <laughs> uh,
1: that scene, I will just cry over forever because it's so fucking beautiful. And the uh, talk about the, the law of thermodynamics. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And then Fitz is like, there's one breath for the two of us. And he's like, I know that's why you're taking it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's
2: so cliche, but it's just like, again, I'll just eat that shit up all day. Yeah, all me, day. Maybe.
1: Fucking all day.
2: Um, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we
1: could get there when we get there, but, uh... Yeah,
2: we'll we could probably cut the last, like, five minutes of us <laughs> talking, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh.
1: I just I the moral of the story is I love Fitzsimmons they are my mm-hmm. children and I will fight.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, another because we were talking about Ward betrayal moments earlier. Top like top of Ward is a shitbag moment for me that just like again it like the most like knife twisting bit of that is just the bit when he launches them out of the plane. Oh fuck God. Me up.
1: Yeah, fuck me up with that shit. That's, I mean, that's like. I, I like I didn't like Ward obviously, but that was really the moment where I was like, I hate you. Like I yeah. legitimately hate you. Yeah. Because he watches them just like die essentially,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and he doesn't he doesn't hesitate. Yeah. And it's so fucked up on so many levels. Yeah.
2: And he he like even the moment when he presses the button, he's still just like, I'm so sad. I'm depressed. <laughs> and yeah. I just like fuck you.
1: I'm like, no, you don't get to do this. Like, yeah. you are the one doing this. You have full control of your actions, and you're just doing it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just awful. I hate Ward. Yeah. Every time I think about that, I just like hate him so much.
2: Yeah, yeah. We'll oh. get there when we get there. We can also probably cut that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right.
1: But yeah, I don't think I have anything else to talk about.
2: No, I'm I'm definitely good.
1: But it's. Episode four is I Spy. Yes, we get our first taste of the big bad of the season.
2: Oh God, I forgot about that. Yep,
1: uh, yeah. we don't get. I don't think we even get a name necessarily, but we get the idea of them.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we've got centipede already. Um, yes, and now we're going to continue to go down that that yeah hole. down that yeah. rabbit hole. This is. I think this is the one where it gets it gets dark in a way that's like different Real. from the rest yeah. of the show. Yeah. Where it's just like the, eye, like, first of all, the, the eye stuff is gross, yeah, really but gross. also the, the psychological bit of like, just having somebody watch you all the time. Yeah. Um, or the part that really fucks me is like not being able to close your eyes. Cause when you close mm. your eyes, you can still see, um, that fucks with me on, on in a major way. But yeah. yeah. And
1: it's just like the whole concept of like, these people are so powerful. Yeah. That they can just control these like well trained spies is pretty mm-hmm. fucked up.
2: Yeah, it's definitely like a very like this is that's definitely like the mo- like the first oh shit. This is getting this is going somewhere Yeah, uh, moment like, of the season. There
1: is definitely plot happening in this episode yeah. and I'm excited to because like the first three episodes are very light. Like there's there's moments, but like for the most part, you know, it's it's fun. It's it's humorous. Mm-hmm. And this is the episode where it's like, oh shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, and again, like I in terms of like apart from a couple moments, the plot of season one kind of misses for me. Uh, like obviously the ward shit is great, uh, yeah. But in terms of like centipedes, not interesting. <laughs> uh, no. It's just kind of. Reina, stuff in season one is not interesting. Um, all this shit is, like, not super interesting, but, like, the beats that it hits along the way, like Ward's betrayal. Uh, Garrett in general, I actually kind of like a lot. Yeah, I um, really
1: enjoy Garrett.
2: Um, but, like, the overarching, like, generalities of it is just like, okay, miss me with that. Give me everything that happens along the way, though.
1: Yep. Agreed. It's just like, hmm, maybe not.
2: The fact that they already had an agent Mac fucked me up the first time I watched rewatched this <laughs> episode. Oh
1: yeah, I didn't think about that.
2: Okay, okay, that's it. I just wanted to talk about that. That is um, funny.
1: I mean, I I assume it's spelled differently, but it might not. No, be.
2: it's. A, I'm pretty sure it's M A C K. Wow. But anyway, that's uh, crazy.
1: I didn't think about that. Yeah. But yeah, I think with that we'll draw the episode to close. Thank you for watching. Yeah. Um, once again, you can find us at the but, the but, the butt at the bus podcast on Twitter.
2: I think it's uh, just the bus pod.
1: Oh, is it just the bus pod? I yeah. should know our own Twitter handle. Once again, you can find us at the bus pod on Twitter. Uh, you can also find us at Normal Mapping. Thanks again for hosting us. Mm-hmm. And our artwork is done by Squirrel Curls on Twitter. Thank you, Mel, for the beautiful artwork.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, if Holly doesn't have anything else to say, uh, we'll be signing off until next time. Um, yeah. As Holly said, catch our season seven reaction podcast. Yeah. Uh, it will hopefully be coming out soon, and we'll get to reacting to the final season, which is yeah. crazy to say.
2: Also, yeah. Also, in true Agents of Shield fashion, I want also want to do a live tweet while I'm watching the episode. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um.
1: Well, shout out to Twitter handle. Come on. Uh,
2: I probably I want to do that on the main bus pod. Oh I'll yeah, try to figure, we I'll do try it. to figure out some way to like spoiler proof it so that Buck doesn't uh, see yeah. it. Um,
1: fuck, I didn't think about that. Um,
2: but yeah, I I do want to I do want to try and do that. Um, because like, what's an a new Agents of Shield episode without a million live tweets of yeah. it?
1: <laughs> I mean, we could just post our Discord thread and just like scream because that's all we do is just like scream.
2: Yeah. Yeah, or just retweet Liz's live live tweets.
1: Yeah, it's it's good.
2: Well, yeah, they'll go give abnormal mapping your money because you shouldn't give it to us. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Don't give to us. No, Yeah, you have no way of giving it to us, but no. you should do it anyway. Um, but Jackson and M do deserve it. Um, so yeah,
1: we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.
2: Bye.